The House of Hades, Chapter 21, Annabeth. Annabeth decided the monsters wouldn't kill her. Neither were the poisonous atmosphere nor the treasured landscape of its... Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Hey, yo. I don't know why that made me laugh, but like it just came out the gate and was like, I was kind of, it was like kind of funny, but like not funny enough to warrant the laugh. So I don't <laughs> know what really was really happening there. Um, Ava, Neve, how, how are we doing? I'm good. I'm pretty good. I um, had a really great eight hour long, but that's fine. Rehearsal today. Um, and I just, I don't know, I'm vibing. Brayden and I watched the uh, penultimate season two episode. Ooh, I was going to say seminal. That's also they're both. I was going to say, I was I like, like I'm going to compliment too. your word choice. Yeah, thank you. Um, of season two, Only Murders in the Building. We have yet to watch the freaking finale that just came out today, actually. Yeah, um, but like weeks ago in your... <laughs> right, like weeks ago in... in, in um, Listener world. This timeline. Um, that's crazy. We, like, are kind of creating a different timeline. Like, as we're... Okay, whatever. Um, and I'm just, like, shaking boots. Like, I just... I, I loved that episode. I thought it was so well done. It was a crazy plot twist. So I'm kind of on, like, a like a mystery show high right now. Because I just... I love a mystery, like, book or movie or, or TV show. So I'm just... I'm doing, um, swell. I'm glad that you're doing swell, Ava. How are you, Neve? I am all right. Um, I had a very strange but productive day today. Um, it was quite a roller coaster. I got to be um, an actor in my like RA's <gasps> oh, yeah. training simulation called Behind Closed Doors. A lot of programs have them, or like they're under different names, but it's basically like um, returner RAs get to like act out different situations with the new trainees and they like deal with a quote unquote real life situation before it happens in real life. Um, and I waited my whole career to be a stupid actor in one of those BCDs. I love, I was so excited. I got the one that I wanted to do and it was a really good time. What one did you, what one? Roommate. Oh, did I wanted to be a bitchy roommate so bad. Was it, who did you do? I did with Geo. They only had the HDs do it. But it was so funny because, like, attacking Geo is, like, so mean. I know. Um, (laughs) He's, like, actually the nicest person ever. So it was a lot of fun. I literally always wanted to be the bitchy roommate who's, like, being way too passive-aggressive for no reason. Um, So Mm, that was really We all have those. Mine's named Ava. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it it was a lot of fun. I got a lot of stuff done. Good day. Yay. How about you, my bitchy and impressive Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> um, I'm all right. You know, like, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had more to say. Um, there's not much going on. Just working. I've been doing, doing a lot of, like, work. Um, that that was that was not much, but there's really not much for me to talk about. Um, I talked about House of the Dragon last episode, I think. So um, that's a vibe. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's really the most impactful thing in my life, frankly. Ava already talked about um, Only Murders. Um, mm. Very very much anticipating the finale. Um, 
other than that, we're chilling, we're vibing. Um, I put a bunch of Redbubble stickers in my cart today, so I have to go uh, through those and like um, make definitive choices. Too. Yeah, it's that it's that beginning of the semester. Gotta order more Redbubble stickers yeah. uh, time. <laughs> um, new case every year. Exactly. Like, and other than that, chilling, loving life. Yeah. Um, been having a good time with this book, frankly. Yeah. Um, Real good vibes. Very dark. Yes. But good vibes at the same time. Yeah. Um, So that transitions us to talk about um, what we're talking about this week. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. This week we're talking about uh, the House of Hades, chapters 21 through 24, uh, narrated by Annabeth, through the theme of collaboration. Aww. So, um, I do think... It is my burden this week to do the summary. I do think that as well. Hmm. Uh, I would say who would like to time me, but I know it's Neve. It's Neve. Neve. <laughs> it's always Neve. She loves Go. to time. Oh, God. So they're in Tartarus, right? Oh, God. Um, there's a big bubble, and Annabeth is like, oh, I recognize the bubble. It's Hyperion. Uh, Bob is like, that looks like me, but gold. And, <laughs> and Percy's like, but it's bad, you. And he kills him. Um, statue of a Hermes. Burn things, burn things come down. Um, Annabeth, dream, dream Rachel. Ra- give Rachel message. Um, uh, dream also of mom and things die. Um, little Bob. Little, little Bob. Bob. Most importantly, little Bob. Um, like 10 seconds left. Oh, I feel like that was most... Oh, and then at the end, they, like, run to, to the curses. Yes. Um, and it's not looking good. It's not looking great. You're done. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that was You're good. Done. There's You're a lot, done. There was a lot more, like, philosophical, like, debate and, like, yeah. thought. But those were the, like, plot points that happened. Right. <laughs> You're done. You're yeah. done. Um, uh, what songs... Huh. Um, so I guess since I spoke, like, I'll just... Okay, I was deciding between two songs, and then I realized I'm going to save this extra fucking sad one for another time. Um, Because these chapters were more, like, pensive and, like, things happening within a small physical sphere. Like, it wasn't, like, super, like, oh, my God. Like, it wasn't super sad. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, they were technically... Ah, shit. I realized I should use that song for the next episode just now. (laughs) Y'all talk. Um, Mine is Numb by Water Parks. Okay. Mm. Um, I like that one. It just feels right. I don't really have much more else to say about it, but, like, it has the vibe um, of these chapters. And, um... That's that like that. Honestly, that's about it. I can't say anything further. So, um, Eve. <laughs> okay. I still haven't decided because if I'm being quite honest, you want another My Chemical Romance song, girl? If I could, but I think that that you ran out of them. No, I never run out of My Chemical Romance songs, but it would just be embarrassing. Um. So here's the thing. These chapters dealt with such like heavy philosophical themes. For some reason, I just feel like I 
feel like a song from a musical has to fit some of these this chapter. Okay. You're right. I know I'm right. I like hate to I agree, but you're right. I just don't know which right. musical song like. Oh, I, so you just you're like so you decided on the genre. I have, <laughs> but my that is also where I start often. Though. My old my immediate thought was no one is alone. If I'm gonna be honest, Aww. and it's very basic, but it's just like them having the connection with camp, but like in this like weird fucked up way. No, that's so and <sighs> like you're all of this right. terrible stuff has happened to them, but they're like leaving off on some like very weird. Positive. I'm, I'm sticking with that. I think it's no one. I actually do think you're right. I won't be adding the version that is technically off the Into the Woods soundtrack, though. I'll just be doing the one off Bernadette Peters' solo album. <laughs> That's fair. That's honestly good. As long as the message of the song gets I don't, across. I don't, it just, like, I don't like, like when the boys sing. That's fair, yeah. Right? Like, it. it's... Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, they're, like, sending messages back to... Like, Percy and Annabeth are, like, very like figurehead people back at Camp Half-Blood sort of be sending these messages back from this like terrible situation where they're about to get attacked. I don't know. It just it felt is, like it, is it very... felt like the correct vibe of like what what is the end of Into the Woods of the like doomsday factor but they're yeah. still like trying to like hold on to each other. The like someone is on your side. Exactly. And no one is alone. And like exactly. yeah. And I literally was, when I was trying to think of a song for these chapters, I was like, these themes are just too, like, human and universal that, like, it's gotta be a musical. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I have to pick a Broadway song. I just don't know which one yet. Fair. So, I, I've settled on that. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, um, I've gotten it. Because I'm, I'm saving the other one. It's a little silly. This will either be wildly unhinged or the smartest song choice possible for next you're week. never in between no just right now oh. <laughs> <laughs> just always every week it's no, like it's, it's Ava will choose the wildest choice <sighs> or like the most smartest intelligent thing you've ever seen before <laughs> and there's but there's no in between never a happy medium yeah no that's fair actually um okay so I chose Winter Sound by Of Monsters and Men um it's the bonus track I would kill and die for this song. Um, so it's, let me just read some fucking lyrics. It's okay. It gives hope in a place that is so laden with hopelessness, like coming from everyone. Um, we have, you and I will not be shaken by the winter sound. Um, but my voice is suffocating in the winter sound. Um, stop. I will take control, bend the metal into shapes that I know. Um, I shake away the skin to saturate my soul, like all that fucking shit. Um, and you scream, you scratch, you bite, you prey on my heart. And I know that you and I can never be apart. So it's essentially, in my personal opinion, um, it is Annabeth, like, it is a depiction of like Annabeth's grit, but there's also like an appetizer slash side dish of how she and Percy's relationship isn't just a strong relationship it's also just a strong like like two person bond of like people Ava I hate to tell you this a two person bond of people is also just a relationship I know that you're saying not a romantic relationship I know what you're saying it's just funny because you said it's not a relationship and provided the definition of what relationship it's just a testament to how like they just function as like 
Not even two halves of a whole, because, like, they're both complete altogether. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Just, you know. I just, I fucking love that song. Also, the instrumental is a fucking banger, so. Sorry. Yeah. What were our favorite parts of the chapter? I feel like we have to, like, say we can't say Little Bob. Yeah. Or, like, besides him. Besides Little Bob. We'll, okay, let's start with Little Bob. We'll right. just, it's its own category. Right. I love Little Bob. He's everything in my life. Um, I also do. He's giving everything. He's, he's so important. He's, he's, he's given it all. Um, he is not only a callback to Titan's Curse, he is an icon. No one has ever <laughs> done it like him. No one um, has ever done it like him. <laughs> Can you become a translucent skeleton? I don't think so. Little Bob can. <laughs> Little Bob is serving. I, I, someone else jump in with some, some thoughts about Little Bob. Um, it's just such an interesting addition to this story. It is a like, it is very random. It is, but like, I think maybe it was like Rigney to be like, this needs to stop being just absolutely <laughs> Horrific, you know. Yeah, no, it's fair. I do appreciate like lightness. In, the, I'm sorry. I just wrote something really funny on a piece of paper that Neve has, um, and it it wasn't funny. It just was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Long story short, Stan, Little Bob, Stan, um, a brief light in the. Crazy, dark, morally um, ambiguous. Yeah. Book. That's the thing is like I think Rick hit the point where he, especially these chapters are like, like Annabeth is literally like, is it ethical that Percy wiped his mind? Literally, what we're talking about the last yeah. chapters that we sat and with is it Percy. Is going to bite him in the ass? Like, is he going to remember who he is? Yeah. yeah, and like raising such good points, and then Rick had to be like, little cat. Little cat. Little, yeah. little Bob. Yeah. And I said, uh, I, you're forgiven. Yeah. Not that you need to be, not need to be forgiven, but like, it's like, you know, I can handle this. Right. Um, I do think it's like, I do think it's like an also interesting and kind of like dark point. It like literally, I'm just, we're just kind of going back to our discussion the last time we were in Tartarus where it's like, he literally gives us a monster that didn't deserve to be killed. Yeah. And, like, so even in this, like, here's a cute little cat, we're, like, providing, like, an extreme ethical um, question <laughs> that's, like, but he's also technically a monster. I guess so. I don't know. It just seems like a brief respite in the sense that, like, the monsters and, like, the lightning thief did, you know? It's, like, sure, like, if you take a sec and think a little bit about Medusa, like... Sure, you will be prompted with, like, urgent moral questions. However, if you just look at, like, ah, snake lady, like, st- uh, stone emporium on the side of a highway, haha, like, I-, I don't know. Like, you look at, It like, does bring back the... Up. It brings back the humor, yeah. Yeah, it has a similar vibe, and, it, like, I don't know, it keeps us plugging along. Yeah. Because, he, like, Bob does that, too, but, like, he's, like, the Tyson of, in, like, their trio. Yes. Yes. But, like, he does have a little... There is that kind of dark question that surrounds him. Little Bob is kind of a more like objectively, yeah, fun thing. Yeah. 
Because he was like, oh, I, need, I need one thing. I just need one thing. Yeah. I know. Especially since, like, the existence of Big Bob is, like, <laughs> very... Like, of, it makes a lot of natural sense in Annabeth's character to be very questioning of if this is going to blow up in their faces. You know, like, trusting this titan that Percy literally wiped his memory from and, like, bringing up the point that... Um, Tartarus is where monsters regenerate, so would Bob start to regenerate his memories down there? Yeah, I that was, was like, a real... really good point. Like, oh. I didn't even think of that. I, these were the chapters where I went, Annabeth really is smarter than all of us, huh? Mm-hmm. And she's going through it. Like, because she's smarter than everyone else, like, she's thinking all the thoughts that other people aren't thinking, and that's just, I feel so badly for her. Yeah. Ugh. Too smart for her own good, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back to talk about the theme of collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> we will. I just got something to say. All right. Collaboration. Ava, what do you have to say? I have to say... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think... Not to bring it back to guess the fuck who ran a cameo, um, <laughs> but we're gonna talk about her and we're gonna praise her once more because she's the Slay. blueprint for everything I want to be. Um, so I think a key part of being praetor or any like holding any important position like that in New Rome that like relies on communication within parties that usually are like feisty and don't get along um, is like you have to be able to not just, like, be civil and, like, kind of be diplomatic in the sense of, like, sure, I'm going to be firm, but I'm also going to force you people to get along. Like, no, like, I do think if you are going to be good at that job and not, like, an absolute dick like Octavian, like, you have to understand how to... I know. You have to understand, like, how to form legitimate bonds with the people that you're working with and like not bonds in the sense of like you don't have to be their best friend but like you have to look someone in the eye in order to collaborate with them like you have to see them as a full person with obligations and like legitimate problems with what they're doing um and like like people like i don't know but but so often like people not in authority in new room i feel like are, are thrown under the rug in terms of like they're not really going through it as much as like Reno has a crazy amount of responsibility. Like, I feel like that's an easy perspective to have. But, like, I do feel like she sees everyone's problems for, you know, A, what they are, and B, like, she sees them as, like, reasonable things to tackle in terms of, like, she... I I, I, I so rarely see a Praetor respected who throws people's problems, like, away... Just because the people aren't quote unquote like important or authoritative, um, and I think in New Rome with like the crazy like like caste systems, whatever, like that is so that is just a, definitely a thing that happens in terms of like how they solve problems in their like little mini government. Um, <laughs> and the thing with her is like you literally see her being the vessel for collaboration between, and she's not even in this fucking book. Like that just demonstrates how like much she excels at this thing and how mature she is in terms of like maintaining relationships between people and making things happen collaboratively. Like she is literally the blueprint for communication between a metaphysical being 
and a person. Like, that's insane. Like, she's, like, the, the projected force of, like, how Athena and Annabeth communicate. And, like, I don't know. I just respect that so much because, like, she's not even in the fucking book. Like, she came out of left field. But, of course it's her. Because, like, <laughs> she is the diplomat who it isn't just, like, a doormat, but actually, like, she takes on so much for other people for the sake of the greater good but doesn't let it affect how good she is at her job. Like, I just I just have so much respect for a good collaborator who doesn't let things get personal and is productive in a way that, like, benefits people regardless of, like, any caste system going on. And, like, she's the epitome of that. She'd be a fabulous politician, but she's also too good for American politics because <laughs> she's yeah. not one for mudslinging. So... Um. I feel like she could if she wanted to. She could if she wanted to, but I do think baseline she wouldn't want to stoop that low. She does like she does like take like she she doesn't take shit from Octavian, but she does like You're right. Like protect him from being literally like killed. Right. You're right. Like if if she you're right. She is too nice to Octavian to like for her. Too nice as in like she doesn't let him get killed. (laughs) Yeah. Which like come on maturity. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's my spiel. I just think she's the blueprint of a collaborator. Yeah. Um, my first point. Fabulous monologue. <laughs> Thanks. Um, icon. I agree with everything you said. Um, yes. Um, fantastic spiel. Um, Thanks. Number one pro Reina podcast. This is so um, true. I want to be um, micro. That actually is probably untrue. I feel like Reina, I feel like everyone loves Reina. Right. We're definitely the yeah, only definitely... pro um, Hera podcast. That's true. But I will not back down with this one. <laughs> no. Frankly, I, I'm standing ground firm. Um, number two, I think the I the thing I like about the point you're making is that like collaboration is what makes a good leader. Yes. It's like a yeah. good leader is not someone who like tells everyone what to do. Mm-hmm. A good leader is someone who listens to everyone mm-hmm. and decides how to guide collaboration. Yeah. Um, like, the fact that Reyna has always been willing to, like, work with Annabeth. I love the Reyna-Annabeth Me relationship. Me too so much. I think yeah. it's so interesting. Ugh. And I have so much... I, like, I, I'm just... I'm going to not go into a, the same, like, rant about how much I love Reyna. But, um, <laughs> uh, like, it is, like, really emblematic of her leadership skills that she's able to work with the enemy, essentially. Yep. Um, yep. And I do... I think that's why, equally, Annabeth is a good leader... Because she also has that same emphasis on collaboration. I think that's why the last book very specifically put her um, in a position where she has to be on her own. Yeah. Um, and I think what's interesting is like we're seeing this like emphasis on like Percy and Annabeth have to work together. Like I mean, and they are like they've always worked well together. Um, and then they're like they're dealing with with Bob, who is like a new like X factor. Like they don't know what Bob will lead to this equation. Um, so they're dealing with this this one specific type of collaboration. And then the it is contrasting the um, the seven. Mm. I like I feel like I can like the ship like the crew of the Argo. I don't know. It, they're still the seven. They're just minus Aunt Percy and Annabeth. So they're like currently, technically, actually, technically, there are seven people still on the Argo. Um, 
But, um, so, like, and they're not particularly getting along as well as they should be because of the lack of Percy and Annabeth. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, the other chapters from their, like, other of the Seven's perspective have literally talked at length about how their absence has been felt. They're literally like, we all hate each other. Yeah, Yeah. they're like, Annabeth did all this for us and Percy did all this for us and we're starting to notice that Jason doesn't do anything. No, they haven't said anything, but that would be funny. We're all ganging up on Nico for no reason. We're all ganging up on Nico for no reason. reason. If we're gonna be like, Greek and Roman demigods have to work together, you have straight straight and gay demigods have to work together too. Literally, leave him alone. Um, Oh my god. I mean, half of them are all, all the other ones are gay too. Well, Piper. Yeah. No one else can out canonically, but canonically, right? But more Piper and Nico content. Yeah, I love them. Oh. I like. I know that like there's a confer- like there is a a Will and Nico book coming, um, but I'm looking for the Piper and Nico book. Like the the Piper and Nico like buddy cop. <laughs> yes. Book. Oh, that would be so good. Right. They're so a classic CC and Winston mess around. They're such a classic CC and Winston mess around. Oh, uh-huh. what a what a good analogy. Yeah. They are CC and Winston. They really are. Except Nico's not Winston. Mm-hmm. But like, if Winston was like a little sadder. If, if Winston was a little sad, this thing is like Nico's a little too emo. Yeah. To be a. And really any sitcom character. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, true. But um I like the I like the energy that you that you're pulling. Yeah. Pulling it. Um we should talk about um more the like Annabeth's thoughts about like having to work with Bob and like Bob fucking killing Hyperion. Oh my god. With like literally like barely a blink. I I was like that moment was making me really emotional. I'm not gonna lie. When I was I like, know. like he was like, like I'm good, and I was like, this is, it's very honestly, it's very Tyson. I know it's, it's like I, very, I, I, it's the, very much Tyson's. The boss. more Bob is in the story, the more it's like this Shit. is just we didn't have a reason to bring Tyson down here, so we put Tyson in here, but just in a different. And it's a very a like form. similar kind of plot that Tyson has in Sea of Monsters where Tyson is like has the confrontation like it's a little it's a smaller note because like Tyson's like arc is he has to confront Polythemus at the end is like I'm not a bad Cyclops Mm -hmm. Um, but like we get that with Bob right away and it's like it's interesting and it's like it's a very like nature versus nurture question Mm. Mm. in a way that that like he was a bad titan, but essentially he is a different person now. Unclear how the memory wipe works though, because clearly he has some like foundational knowledge. Yeah, memory like but memory wipe and amnesia things are always a little weird. But. It could be a trip, like you know. I feel like Rick wrote himself an out attributing to like the. Possibly Tartarus bringing his memories back in like a regenerative. Yeah, because he can yeah. very much specifically like remember what he what Rick wants him to remember and like not remember. Yeah, like his personality <laughs> yeah. of being murderous. Yeah, and angry at Percy specifically. Yeah, would be a real hamper on the book if but Bob true. turned around and killed killed them. 
but also would be fantastic writing. Brayden, no, I didn't like, read just, this like, whole book, but I know that that's not gonna happen. That's the thing is like we. I, that's not a spoiler. We know that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um. But like because we know that they don't die at the end of this book, just objectively. <laughs> yeah. Um. But in like the not young adult, the like actual adult version of this book, that would be like Yeah. A very interesting plot development. Obviously that cannot happen. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on collaboration? I don't know why Annabeth remembered so much about Connor Stoll. Literally so much. <laughs> like it's like it was like it was like, yeah, and Connor always burned a pack of peanut M&M's. I was like, why do I you know this? I think it is this? interesting. I was I like, they didn't, didn't think they were that much of that friends, but I, I guess they are. They, like, probably are. It's just not something that, like, the book, the reader is privy to because it's not, like, immediately necessary information. And I think that it's interesting talking about collaboration, thinking about, like, how little the other, like featuring characters of the original series have not been in this series. Yeah. And, like, how it's, like, bringing them back. Because, like, if you think about The Last Olympian, like, they were critical. Like, most of them were, like, major players in that book. And then in this new series, they've been, like, totally left by the wayside. But, like, it's not to say that they haven't still been talking to them and, like, working with them. That is a good point. That's, like, Annabeth was looking for Percy for months. Yeah. And, like, people were helping her. Like, too. Like, even if, like... And she's been a year-round camper her entire life. Yeah. Like, I was like, wait, duh. Like, of course she's friends with the Stoll brothers. Like, they've all been there forever. And, like... Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes... And, like, their camp... Camp Hufflet is... Is small. Totally. Like... It only recently, in this point of the book, got, like, larger. And it's, like, still not even... Like, we're not even meant to believe it's that big either. I think we're still meant to believe that the Roman camp is kind of bigger. Oh, absolutely. But, like, I mean, like... And, like, that was a whole thing in the beginning of that... Like, of the original series is, like, the gods aren't claiming most of their kids even. Mm -hmm. So it's, like... um, Or a lot of them are dying before they make it to Camp Half-Blood. Because they're, like, not helping the, like, seekers find them. So it's, like... Yeah, those kids who were there, as long as Annabeth, um, oh, that, that just reminded me of something else I want to talk about, but they, like, of course they're, like, friends, they're the only people that, that knew each other for, for, like, half of her life. Yeah. That always reminded me, this is the, these are the first chapters in which we see what happened to Talia. Like, in which we actually see... Because we have that battle reference. There's, like, flashes. Percy, like, kind of has a dream that kind of has to do with it. But this is the first time, especially, we see Annabeth relive it. Yeah, from, like, a witness. And we get, like, real details. I don't know if we knew now that before that that, that it was, like, specific, like, hellhounds were chasing them. Yeah. And, like, there was just a lot of details. And I was like... So this is now... Nine books in. (laughs) Talia's not even, like, remotely close to this story in terms of, like, she's not showing up in the major overall arc of the Heroes of Olympus series. Which is a shame. Which is a shame. Mm -hmm. But we learn her backstory in these books. Yeah. It's, like, I do, like, it was a real testament to how much of, like, a deep, complex world that has been built and that is, like, 
can play in and like once you hit nine books which is like i'm reeling from the fact that we've covered we're on our ninth book that oh, we're covering I mean, it's been two years it is it's been two and a half years of this oh, podcast yeah. um so there's that but um <laughs> like we're all this is i think episode 123 holy oh my Jesus. god but like yeah like once you get fu- that far deep down something you have a lot to pull from. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, I think then with that, sass moments? Yes, I have it. I have it ready. Oh, she was so ready. Oh, yes, indeed. Okay. So, this is, uh, I don't remember what chapter it is, but I think it was hilarious. Um, Bob said something and then Annabeth was like, okay. Um, don't know, Bob smiled. Bob is different. But they can smell demigods, yes. You two smell very strong, good strong, like, hmm, like buttery bread. Buttery bread, Annabeth said. Well, that's great. <laughs> I thought it was excellent. I don't know where it is. Buttery bread, specifically, really got me. I would love to, listen, if I was in Tartarus and I was having to eat fire... I would love... I can't even, like, think about the specifics of that for too long. Well, I know. And so, therefore, I would love for someone to tell me that I smell like something as fucking good and comforting as buttery bread. Jesus. Mm. Like, that's a win. That's a win we don't talk about. Um, Mine is... What do you want, Annabeth said, trying to... Oh, actually, I'm going to back up. So, so we have... I'm going to pray the context, because that's important. So, um... The awry hissed a voice. The curses... And then skip a little. Uh, what do you want, Annabeth asked, trying to maintain a tone of confidence. The voice cackled maliciously, to curse you. <laughs> I love um, an objective queen. Like, sh- they came out the gate and they said, we are the curses. And Annabeth, in one of her more foolish moments, said, what do you want to do? And she was like, to curse you. <laughs> like, I, we literally, like, we literally came out the gate telling you it's in our name. Um, so funny. Mine is when Annabeth's like, I'm sending a message to Rachel, and Percy's like, that Rachel? And Annabeth's like, yep, that one. And the specific quote is, whenever she brought up Rachel's name, Percy got nervous. At one point, Rachel had been interested in dating Percy. That was ancient history. Rachel and Annabeth were good friends now, but Annabeth didn't mind making Percy a little uneasy. You had to keep your boyfriend on his toes. Slay being in literal, the, the literal depths of hell. So and funny. Annabeth's like, I'm just gonna mention this old fling you had once because I think it's funny. I did love that. I'm a big fan. Yeah. She was like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, gotta keep him wanting. I was like, really, right now? <laughs> like, he literally fell into hell for you. Like, I think that he would have nothing to worry about. I so strongly love that. I love yeah. that she was still thinking about that. Yeah. Um, icon. So sweet. Um, who are we giving offerings for? Um, I'm going first. It's Little Bob. Yeah. <laughs> um, Little Bob is an icon, as, as I've established. Um, I, I don't know why I, like, he really got me. Like, pets, like, in books, like, are always cute objectively. Mm-hmm. But something about this little boy, like, this little guy... Is what I meant to say, but this little, little boy, boy. Like I meant to say, like this little guy. This little this boy. This little guy. Um, I now. I mean, I've been wanting a cat. Our roommate is allergic to, to a cat, but the next time I'm in a place where I can um, get a cat, 
Um, I will be naming it Little Bob. <laughs> like a little black cat, and he's named Little Bob. Oh. oh god, that's adorable. Mine is for Annabelle. Fair enough. Yeah. She she just like proves to be very smart in these chapters. Like she's already we already know she's a genius, but like she's really thinking. I like didn't even think about <laughs> and that. She, and she's, she's really, really thinking. thinking. <laughs> Killed Brayden. I didn't even think about some of the like some of the plot device she brought up in these chapters. Also, her dream was fucking wild, so she deserves yeah, some, I do, I do, yeah. some help. That was a crazy dream. Is yours Reyna? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got the yeah. other ones, and I was gonna let both of you go first to see if there was anyone I, I was really missing, but no. I, no. Yeah, those were pretty, um, expected this week. <laughs> yeah. So, who are we voting off? Oh, yeah. I have to say, Jason. He's like not yeah. even remotely in these chapters. No, he's no but he's annoying. flopping. He's flopping hard. He's flopping hard. So, <laughs> just because we were talking about Reyna and being like how good of a leader Reyna is, and it just reminded me how bad of a leader Jason is. Seriously. Oh, well, then like, I vote on Reyna is great. Annabeth is great. Jason's a flop. Right. Then I vote Octavian off. Because I thought off peanut M&M's. Big... Excuse me? Peanut M&M's are bad. <gasps> no, they aren't. Oh, I already cast my vote, but I would change it to Neve just for that. Wow. Jesus. Peanut M&M's are bad. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> we really think peanut M&M's are good? Yes. Oh, we, excuse me? Yes. I think they're bad. All right. All people think peanut M&M's are good. All right. Well, I am people who think they are bad. <laughs> well, the people part, debatable. <laughs> hey, yo. Okay. Um, you were in my apartment on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. <laughs> that is all for this week. Join us next week where we'll be discussing... Chapters 25 through 28 through the theme of distraction. Right. <gasps> <laughs> Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. We also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. Justice for peanut M&M's. No, they're yes. bad. No, they're no. bad. No. Bye. No. See you next week.